Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios with your hosts, Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher. Oh, welcome back to Wildcast Studios for another episode of the Wildcast Podcast, your unofficial voice for all things Moncton Wildcats. As always, I am your host, Adam Lund, and I am joined, as always, by my co-hoster, Mr. Jeremy Boucher. Buddy, what a great fall weekend. We had some hockey... NFL was back, so I sat on my ass watching football all day yesterday, unless I was at the uh, preseason game. It's just it's just nice to actually have a fall. Uh, it's nice to be watching meaningful Blue Jays games as well. That, too, for uh, Blue Jays fans out there. I am not <laughs> one, but yes. <laughs> if, if nobody watched the uh, doubleheader on Saturday, um, yeah, um, I don't know what they did. I mean, they just... Somehow had a they just pulled a rabbit out of their ass or whatever you want to call it, but um, just too ridiculous, just an impro- like almost an impossible comeback yeah, yeah. Uh, in the first game Saturday, and uh, the second game was just a good old ass and you know whip ass kicking, and then Sunday was an ass kicking as well, like twenty two to five I think they beat. Jamie Baltimore. Tozer wasn't kidding when he said he he, he, fixed he got the offense. the offense going. He so, really did. So the Blue Jays, it was a good tweet from TSN yesterday. The Blue Jays outscored 14 NFL teams yep. in that opening window. Uh, they had, what did you say, 22? Yeah, 22. 22. Yeah. The Jaguars had 21, Chargers 20, Panthers 19, Dolphins 17, Patriots 16, Colts 16, Bills 16, Washington 16, the Bears and the Jets with 14, the Titans with 13. Yeah. And there's one other one, I think, that – They had uh, two. Oh, yeah, the Giants with 13, the Packers yeah. with six and the or three in the – Falcons was six, so like, yeah, yeah, but they're. Uh, I mean, it's tough. Uh, they're in tough now. They got the. Uh, they got a three game series against the uh, Tampa Bay Rays, who are the you know first in the American League East. Yep. Uh, so, uh, you know, just it just right now, it's a point of you know winning as many games as possible, and you you know make the playoffs. But yeah, because um, they're tied for wild card. Tied for right? wild card. Yeah, and one game behind Boston. Correct. Yeah, yeah I believe so. Um, yeah, stamps rebounded. Finally, uh, nicely. Yeah, um, NFL was good. Did Bo did Bo play? Uh, Bo did play. He did yeah. play. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. NFL was good. Uh, my, uh, you know, my t- my my picks for the uh, Super Bowl didn't exactly get off to a, a good start. You know, Buffalo's zero and one, zero and one, and Cowboys are one. <laughs> Cowboys are one one. So, uh, yeah, I don't hate that. My I'm not off to a great start, but uh, yeah. Uh, it's great to have you know almost all the sports back up and running. Hockey's gonna be starting here in uh, about a month. About a month, and, and NHL, and uh, we'll have our our queue here in a couple weeks. So a real queue hockey. Yeah, real queue hockey. Not this stuff, I guess. Month, two month long, stupid, <laughs> ridiculous, dumb training camp. We're now we're now into the please don't get hurt part of the training yep. camp. Um, you know, it's it's great to have a fall, and I say that because in Alberta it snows basically the day after Labor Day. You never like green trees go from green to yellow to they're gone. Uh, I hadn't seen a red tree in my life until I moved here. Um, but it's great to have sports back and blah, blah, blah. But the actual real question I've got to ask you, how was Avery's first day of school? Uh, good. Uh, yeah. It was a bit... Uh, grade one, right? Grade one, French immersion. Yep. Um, so she went on Thursday, she went on Friday, and then she was back at it today. And, of course, starting tomorrow or Tuesday or yesterday, whenever this show gets released, <laughs> yeah, kids are back wearing masks 100% of the time during school. So, oh, really? 
Yeah, so, you know, it's only for two weeks, as they're saying right now. But okay. uh, so when we broke that news to her, she, uh, you know, she wasn't exactly uh, happy Thrilled. with it. Uh, had a bit of a breakdown. But, you know, it's um, when you have dumbasses protesting outside hospitals, uh, it was only a matter of time before yeah. uh, before this happened. Um so, uh, but it is what it is. You know, we're not uh, we're not going to get out of this until until um, you know probably another four or five months, if you ask me. You know, yeah. it's uh, so. I was hoping this would be a regular school year, but uh, not off to uh, a fantastic start. But uh, you know, so just, does it stay the same for drop off then that you had last year, where you could only drop off in certain certain times or certain sections or do you really so drop off is uh so because she's in grade one um she drop off it's any time from you know i think the bell rings at 755 uh you can start dropping them off at 725 you know um but if you get dropped off before the bell you have to go play on the playground um so i mean we just which right now isn't the worst yeah it's not <laughs> last year because she was in kindergarten we can drop her off at 725 and she yeah. you know they'd be allowed to go right right into the school um, it's the same thing with the kindergartens this year if you're you can go right into the school but anyone in grades one to five you have to go play in the playground to the bell rings so oh, okay we don't uh, we don't drop her off uh, as early as we did last year uh but you know, How was drop off day for you and Megan? Was it a little, man, little lazier I this had, year? I had a bottle of champagne ready to go. You know, it was uh, no, yeah. honestly though, it was fine. Uh, a little different than last she, year. Eh? She, Avery's got a friend, a friend from her class last year that's in her class again this year. That always so, makes it easier. Uh, on Friday, we uh, we met up with them in the morning and they walked into school together. So uh, that kind of made it a little easier. But you know, she's she's good. It's I know it's going to work out and uh, yeah, just. I just want shit to get back to normal, yeah. really. You know, it's I, it feels like stuff's back to normal, but you know, by next week we could be saying something else. It's I just don't want the uh, season to be delayed or anything like that. I just want to get going. No, I don't want the season to be be delayed. Um, you know, now that fall's getting back, we also have Mass Singer getting back next week, That's right. and uh, our our good buddy Clint, he did reach out to me and ask if we we're going to watch Alter Ego. And talk about Alter Ego, the show where it's uh, CGI and it's regular people singing. But the can have you not seen the previous one? I have. I don't even oh, know what you're really? talking about. Okay. No. No. All right. Well, we'll get back to that uh, next week. It's it's regular people and they go full CGI. Okay. And uh, the panel, whoever it is, I can't remember. They just see like the CGI, like you know, Avatar basically. Yeah. No, yeah. 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 It's basically avatars. It's basically uh, alter like avatars of whoever you want to be. So. You and I could be in it um, as an avatar of something and sing, which wouldn't. I mean, he'd he'd probably win, but um, yeah. And it's you'll have to catch a preview of it because hmm. Clint was wondering if because we're, I was like, no, no, we're we're mass singer people. We're yeah. not we're not going to get into all these. It kind of feels like a mass singer type show, but um, all right. Well, so much for that. Um, oh, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, no. I never heard about it. Oh, really? All right. Well, we'll we'll get into it maybe and see what you think of it for. For next week's show, sounds good. I know that there's a show next Thursday that uh, will crush your, yes, crush your soul. Uh, so the series finale of uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine is uh, on was Thursday. that eight years, eight seasons, yeah. yeah. And I mean, if you if you know me, like I've literally watched all seven seasons about a hundred times. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like a giant Brooklyn Nine Nine fan. So yeah, this Thursday is going to be pretty tough on me. Um, I will 
you know, it's uh, I don't know what the, what it, what to expect, but it is a one hour, a one hour show, so um, I'm sure there'll be some uh, some sad times. I'm sure there'll be some uh, some happy times. So uh, I'll, I'll sure have a smile. <laughs> Speaking of smile, yep. Uh, I have. Uh, oh, did you come prepared again? I have a thing. I have a thing for you here, Adam. Look at this guy. That's for you. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, this one's. This one's not, for me. This is this is uh, exhibit A. Why you should be watching on YouTube, not just listening. We do have smile cookies that you can smile purchase cookies. at Tim Hortons all this week for one dollar. Mm. They're absolutely delicious. Thanks, buddy. Mmm. I didn't see that coming, and now we're gonna eat while we do this show. But uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Moncton Wildcast, Instagram Wildcast Podcast, TikTok, and don't forget to like and subscribe on YouTube. To see crazy things like uh, having cookies while we record the show. That's right. Uh, as a little surprise there. So, uh, no quick questions. So, let's just get into a very quick news and notes from around the league. News and notes from around the queue. As per our good buddy Jamie Tozer, who took it from Kevin Dubé uh, of the Journal in Quebec, the decision to host the 2022 Memorial Cup has once again been postponed for another week. So... We'd really like to talk about it, but we still have no idea um, who it'll be. Uh, so hopefully next week we'll know between Quebec and St. John. I don't honestly know the reason for the holdup. Like, other than being scared of whatever variants are coming and, and not knowing, I don't know what else the reason it could be. Well, we know. <laughs> Do we? I, I disclosed These this. These are pretty good. They are. They're pretty good. Oh. So uh, as I mentioned to uh, this to you uh, to yourself, Adam, and, and to Dobson earlier, the reason why the Memorial Cup is delayed it's it's clearly because the CHL is just waiting for Trevor Georgie's wire transfer <laughs> to go through. Uh, you know he's he's got to pay the league from his uh, his offshore bank accounts. <laughs> if you know, you know, I guess, eh? Insider information. How's your cookie? Very good. <laughs> One dollar at Jim's all week until Friday. Well, there's no there's no reason uh, not to there as well. Uh, from the game last uh, Sunday, Barbashev Langwap both could be suspended for two games for staged fights. Um, we'll get into it here in just a few minutes. One of those fights were more staged than the other one. Um, so let's get into the uh, Wildcats training camp report. Wildcast training camp report. Yeah, like I mentioned, the Wildcats played a afternoon heated affair with the Sea Dogs, losing six two. But again, you know, preseason games don't count. There's a reason for it. We're just wanting to get out of these games with no injuries. The officials looked to be in regular season form. Um, you know, we've kind of made a thing that where we don't want to be too critical of the officials on here and be whining and all the time. And they have a very difficult job. But sweet God, I've never seen so many scrums pulling out one wildcat there was like it just it was ridiculous um at one point i yelled at uh, one of them how many times you're gonna let their guys poke at philly on um every time he tried to touch the or cover the puck it was just picking at him picking at him saint john if if preseason hockey's gonna be anything moving forward they're gonna be a nasty team to play against Welcome to the Gordy Dwyer. Yeah, era. they're they're going to be a nasty team to play against. They're they're they don't take. There's no flybys. They're taking every chance they can to make hits, um, which 
is the way you're supposed to play. And I, I don't want to say it caught Moncton off guard. You could tell this team hadn't played hockey in two weeks. Um, but, you know, some positives from the game. Filion made his preseason debut, so it was good to finally see him. I know that we have we have the three goaltenders, so you kind of wondered when he would get into action. So it was good to see him make his debut as well. It was good to see uh, Ring the Tie Bell, Jonas Tybel, make his debut. Um, struggled in the faceoff dot early. Ended up going, I think, 7 for 10 in there. 7 for 10. So he kind of picked it up. There was, uh, you know, smooth skating. What did I say to you yesterday? Smooth skating. Um when he had the puck in space, he he was he made good plays with it. Um, good defensively, he was on the PK a couple times. Negatives from the game: um, way too many turnovers for this club. Again, it's preseason, but it led. There was one Tybal had he just tried to go back to his defenseman, and right on the tape of a, a Saint John player, which led into the zone. Which eventually, it's either going to be a goal or a penalty. It ended up being a penalty, and again, this team. You know, you give St. John seven opportunities. Eventually, they're going to put the puck in the net. They did. Um, and, yeah, too many penalties. Um, it just, they were they were behind all all game and just couldn't couldn't get it going. You know what was worse than that game? What's that? The return for the second overall pick. <laughs> Every week, baby. Every week. Like, is it going to be a full season thing or just a uh, preseason thing? Until he gets his ass fired. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, so, I mean, like I said, you know, and I'm the one talking about it because I was there. I don't, did you watch it on YouTube or? I'm not touching that. No, no. you know, you're not watching that kind of preseason. No. Once you see the score, you're like, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Langwog did get in a fight um, with uh, Brandon Milson. It, it was a staged fight. It wasn't. Uh, both players, like I tweeted out, were going back to the bench arguing over uh, fantasy football and ended up dropping the gloves. Hamel got a third man in. Because basically the officials hadn't got there enough to break it up. And then uh, speaking of being frustrated and being frustrated, you could see Barb's uh, being frustrated all night. He finally dropped the gloves in what was a stage fight. Um, this one was right off the draw, right after a goal. And, uh, you know, held his own in the fight. It, it was against, you know, the two players that fought for St. John are not going to be on this team. And Brandon Milson and, and Bonas, I wouldn't believe, but... Um, it was, it was a spirited tilt, but yeah, it's a, it's a work in progress. It's a work in uh, progress, but hey, it's early. These games don't count. They don't. It's all, it's still evaluation. Remember you need a month and a half to evaluate your players, uh, for this, uh, training camp. Yeah. And, and this isn't just a shot at Moncton. This is the Q. This is a Q thing, thing in yeah. general. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was a little shocked that Tybalt did play, though. Wow. Arriving on Saturday or Friday. Friday game, night, practice Saturday. Sunday, playing Sunday. I thought he'd be. I thought they'd. Did he, no, was it fr- Thursday? Friday he arrived. Friday night. No, Thursday, right? Because they played Friday. They know the game uh, was canceled. Yeah, Friday. they were supposed to play. Yeah, he came Thursday. Saturday. Friday, yeah, yeah. And. Uh, yeah, Thursday. So, yeah. Yeah, so his first practice was Saturday and they yeah. played. Some, well, it's good. I mean, he, you know, shows he wants to get some ice time and get him on the ice and get him uh, accustomed to. Uh, Smaller ice service, obviously, and he uh, said that in his post game yeah. interview is it's, it's a smaller, which is you got to think faster, and and you could kind of see that early on as he was, you know, it's a big adjustment. I your first game coming from those guys are coming at you a lot faster. So. Oh, 100 percent, and it's uh, I'm not I'm not concerned. He's he's clearly got some some skill. Uh, and it's 
a player that they, you know, identified from, you know, it's not a very, I mean, obviously Switzerland is, you know, has its, they can, they can produce some, some really good hockey players, mm-hmm. but you know, it just wasn't one of those grabbing the 13th overall pick. It wasn't, you know, uh, a wow pick. Uh, so clearly they, they did their homework to make sure that uh, he would fit into the, the Wildcats way as we want to put it. Yep. But uh, no, he seems to be, um, you know, based on everything I've seen and heard, he, he's going to be a solid hero. Yep. Yeah. Once he gets better and gets acclimated to this game and, you know, they had him on the fourth line, sheltering him in minutes, playing limited. I will say, though, you know, the, the conversation we had about the, the 320-year-olds and who you were going to you were going to take between Stewart and Bernier, Bernier's not making this easy. Uh, he had a goal. I mean, Stewart had an assist last night um, or went Sunday night. Depends when you listen to this, but uh, – I wouldn't want to make that choice. I mean, you got two of them locked up. You know, it's a battle between those two. And, you know, we both kind of put our put our thoughts into Jake for the leadership and, and whatnot. But, man, Bernie is not uh, I'm not making it easy, which is what you what you want. You want competition. Yeah. Uh, I just kind of think he's – the only thing that's going to keep him on this team is if, you know, Dao signs an AHL contract and, and plays for Belleville. Yeah, uh, which I mean, it's it's very possible. Uh, I, I you know I'm not a Senators fan. I don't exactly know what their depth chart is like, um, but you know, I'm sure we'll we'll talk to uh, we'll talk to Jonathan Walla later in this episode, and he'll talk about how the uh, he expected um, you know Patrice Bergeron to to come back to Bathurst one year, and uh, all of a sudden he gets signed and, and kept with Boston. So uh, now they have and. You know, they looking at their roster. They're the exact same. Yeah, they, they got, got Ben MacArthur and Ben and MacArthur and, and Jackson yeah. Bellamy that are at you know NHL camps, so they could easily sign yeah. and, and sign and stay too. So, you know, the, to carry four twenty-year-olds right now is not necessarily a bad thing because it's it would it would avoid a team from having to go out and find one, mm-hmm. right? In, in the event something like that happens, so it's it's smart. Uh, and you know, if he, if he sticks, he sticks, if he doesn't, I'm not sure there's a spot for him to, in the league. Uh, a lot of their teams probably have their, their 20 year old situation figured out. Um, so I could, you know, he's probably bound for the junior A leagues in Quebec again, if you ask me. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Bernie went three for four in the faceoff. Jake went 17 for 24. So, um, and that's exactly what he's brought on to do as the, well, he was the number one center yesterday. So, you know, like you said, if, if Dao surprises and ends up signing, then, you know, we're going to be okay with Jake and Bernier and Grossier as our 320s. And mm-hmm. and if not, then we're still going to be okay with Dao, one of those two, and Grossier as a 20. Um, so it's it it's not going to be easy. Um, so we've got actual game against a team we haven't actually seen coming to Moncton this Saturday at the Propane Plex um, as we get to see the Mooseheads. The Propane Plex. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We get to see the Mooseheads finally in town. I don't know if we'll see LaRue. Uh, He could be in Nashville's camp. Uh, Same with Denoye. I I don't think. Isn't Denoye? Didn't he have surgery? Is he actually injured? Yeah, I think think he had a shoulder surgery. He's out for like, I don't know. I don't know if he'll be ready for the the start of camp or not, but Hmm. I don't know. I, I just, I think he had surgery. I don't know. I don't know. I Maybe don't really follow them, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we've got the Mooseheads in town, so you finally get to see a different team. Um, again, it's preseason. 
So don't go there with high expectations. Just go there to see how the team comes together. See how, you know, see if they finally figure this power play thing out. It's been a bit of a struggle. Uh, they went 0 for 4 in the last game. Um, I got to think that maybe Couture plays that one. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be against that. Yeah, uh, I was surprised that Philly went the distance on Sunday. I thought they were well, still going to split up, but he needed to go. He needed the, it. Yeah. He needed it. Um, I don't think Geo's with the team anymore. I oh think, really? I don't think so. I think the the only reason I think it was because Philly had a bit of an injury. Oh, okay. Uh, and so they just kept him around for for the sake of it. Yeah. Because uh, obviously, when you go to practice, you need two goalies. Yeah. So. yeah. You let uh, Philly uh, heal his injury, and 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 you know Geo kind of plays, but I'm pretty sure he's uh, back with Grand Falls. I could be wrong, um, but yeah, they they kept they, who they keep they had Luke McPhee and and Lounsbury stayed around too, right? Yeah. Well, I think Lounsbury is back with the Flyers, so he's he's good. Um, McPhee, and we might see one of them. I mean, yeah. we might see Lounsbury this week if both Barbashev and Langwall. That is um, that end, is end true. Getting suspended. Yeah. Because who didn't play this weekend? Uh, Casey didn't play. Casey didn't play. Blagden's injured. Blagden's injured. DeGrosier didn't play. Dow didn't play. Right. So unless Casey is hurt. Yeah. Which I don't know if he is or not, but he'd be back. He'll he'll play. But, yeah, they could be short. Yeah. Uh, they could very well be short. We'll see. Um, yeah, Halifax will be short as well. Yeah. Uh, Biasca and Swan are out uh, are out indefinitely with, with some injuries, so that's a, that's a tough break, but... Uh, like I said, that's the advantage of having a month and a half long <laughs> training camp is that if you do get injured, yeah. you have some time to recuperate before the actual season starts. So all the rosters are ready to go on opening night, yeah. provided you don't have players going to play in the NHL. Or the one American month. You, have your, you literally have your, your season, your team picked one month behind before the regular season starts. I just... There's got to be a way to around this. I, I, I'm, I'm between that and the whole trade for the second overall pick. I, I think I'll probably bring up every single episode. Yeah, we should. Why don't we just get the commissioner on? He's we been should. on before, and you can just flat out ask him. It's, we should. Yeah. I mean, I, I just it's getting a little sick and tired of it, but whatever. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we. Uh, I'll be at the. I, I. I might actually go to this game on Saturday night. You gonna go to this one? I think so. Finally, see a team that's not St. John or Bathurst. Yeah. Because I know what they they sell beer there, which I don't. They know sell they, beer at the Uniplex. Were they too. selling yeah. beer there? Oh, yeah. damn it! Yeah, five dollar draft. Oh, jeez. But it was either Coors Light or Molson Canadian. Uh, but they had Cavic. Uh, okay. Uh, so nice. I had a raspberry, a couple of raspberry sours. You like that stuff? Oh yeah. You like sour I, beer? I don't usually, but I had one in uh, uh, on the island there when we went away, and okay. then I had uh, at uh, the Holy Whale. I had the Skittles sour, which oh, basically yeah? just tasted like. Crushing up all the kinds of Skittles, putting them in a beer. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. So yeah, they had beer at the Uniplex. I guess I should I, I should have told you that so you could. Well, I, I would have won if I if I would have <laughs> known that. Yeah, they do have they do have beer at the Propane Plex, so that's always a a bonus. So the game is for uh, this Saturday at seven. Um, so it's the cheapest way you're gonna see this team all season. Um, mm-hmm. so and it's basically the roster for the season for probably both teams. All right, let's uh, let's just get to a view from the other bench. We got uh, we got a special guest here. View from the other bench. 
All right, we're back at it for another preseason preview of the Maritimes division. This week, it's a preview of the team. Again, we've seen too many times this past season, the Agony Bathurst Teton, who went 21-10, 1-1 for 40 points, got through the provincial tournament last season, ultimately losing to the Islanders in round two. We are pleased to have on the line with us friend of the show, from Sir Larota Jr., Jonathan Raw. Not bad, not Jonathan bad. Roy, Johnny Rocket, how are you? I'm pretty good about the guys. Uh, like I said, it's a, a year five. I kind of I'm getting better at uh, getting better at your name there. Can we tr- let's try this together, okay? Yeah. Sur sur la la route la route du du junior junior. I put it all together. La <laughs> We are all learning. How's how's life up in the uh, up in Bathurst, bud? Well, it's going pretty well. Obviously, we're pretty pumped for the start of the season, which seems like years from now um but um yeah so like everybody else that was on your show before i mean everybody's pumped for a let's put that in the quotation like a normal season yeah um so uh if if october 1st can come we'll be happy <laughs> um you know before we get into this year let's go back to last year this team took major strides after uh being in the bottom for a few years uh behind a great year from ben MacArthur. And Jan Bednar in goal, um, like I said, surviving the New Brunswick tournament, going on to round two. Just was it a case of they just ran out of gas taking on the Islanders who were rested, or um, were the Islanders just that much better than than the Titan last year? Well, obviously the Titans were uh, were a good team last year, not a great team or anything. But the Islanders, I mean, I don't know if when you see a team like once every like four months like mm-hmm. last year it's kind of hard to plan like how to work uh, against them i mean obviously yeah. when we played it's, it's funny you said the provincial tournament is the first time <laughs> i actually hear that that term but it's exactly what it was um but we played many many times against san john and, and mountains we kind of knew like the pairing against each line and what to expect but when we come up against charlottetown it was we actually played once like early in the year, I think, against Charlottetown, yep. and that was it. So, and yeah, I mean, you can't deny that Charlottetown has had a heck of a team. I don't, I can't say we ran out of gas. Uh, they were just a better team, and uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's no excuse. I mean, for us, the main goal was to have some playoff experience, which we didn't have the past two years before that. So, getting uh, eight game i think in the provincial tournament plus another three against charlton i mean that's only bonus and hopefully that this year when we reach the playoffs um it will just be better because i mean it was good but i would have wished to actually win one game against charlton but Mm -hmm. it was not the case but they had a really good team so it's not like we lost against a really bad team so (laughs) i can't be really sad about that but i'm pretty sure that if we actually like played more than once before that uh, series we probably would have won like maybe one god knows maybe two but it's kind of hard just to get in the mix and try to figure out like oh geez there's cormier there oh there's lawan oh there's trudeau <laughs> there's pandovsky there's good guys everywhere so yeah for sure it's it's much easier to plan when you've actually seen a team more than um once every four months and you know yeah. it's you're right like we were talking to um uh, Gareth and it was just like I, I had to ask him like did you get used to seeing what lines what names how players were skating on the two opposing teams because you just kept seeing 
the same two teams, and it's just it's mm-hmm. going to be so much better this year. That and I I got to believe too, um, for both, especially for the New Brunswick, like for Bathurst, going to play in Shawinigan with an empty arena. That's that's tough. It's round two. It's supposedly playoffs, but when you're playing in the yeah. provincial tourney, and and that's uh, that's a credit to Jamie Tozer calling it that. Um, when you're the gold medalist in the provincial tournament coming out of there, you're playing in front of fans. You can get jacked up for these playoff games, even though it was very yeah. weird. And then going to Shawinigan, mm-hmm. I mean, did you have a chance to talk to a lot of guys on what that experience was like playing in front of empty arenas and what's supposed to be a playoff tournament? Or playoff round, yeah, I spoke I guess? to a few guys on the team. Um, and they said, I mean, obviously, it all comes down to the ice. It's pretty clear. I mean, it's, it's hockey. But yeah. when you go from, I mean, we had like, 1300 person at the key serving last last year so and during the provincial tournament i mean people were like pretty pumped up when the titan actually won some pretty tight games um so you go from that to (laughs) crickets pretty much so yeah i mean obviously you're pumped up because you're in the playoffs yeah but at the same time it's kind of hard i mean i know that even if they had like a thousand person in showing again it's still more than likely not a fan not a fan of either Charlottetown or the Titan, but mm-hmm. there would have still been like some ambiance, some little clapping and some little noise. But yeah, I mean it's kinda it was a really, really, really odd year last year and praise the Lord that you won't have to go through that ever again. Yeah. And I'm sure that the players and the coaching staff and all the teams are wishing the same thing, I'm sure. Pretty big, uh, pretty busy summer in Bathurst. Uh, you know, three guys drafted in the NHL, and uh, of course, uh, Hendrick Slapier coming over from. Uh, I'm going to say Gatineau, but I know that's wrong. He's from Gatineau. That's right. That's the one. Yeah. So you're much better at this than I am. So <laughs> uh, I, I wasn't prepared. So if you, uh, you know, oh, my bad if I happen to uh, make some uh, make some boo boos. You were born prepared. I was. That's, that's right. I was dropped in my head a couple times, so it's uh, affecting my brain. <laughs> Uh, no, um, I know you've kind of, uh, adopted the, uh, Seattle Kraken as your, uh, as your favorite yes. NHL team. You nice, uh, nice shirt you were wearing last, uh, last week on your show, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> uh, what's, uh, what's, what's going on with the, uh, with Teton this year? What's, uh, what's the, what can we expect from them? Well, obviously the expectations are really high. Um, when your GM and your coach are going out in the newspaper saying that when the guy got up at camp, they said that uh, they were speaking about the Merle Cup championship. I mean, no pressure, but obviously there is some pressure on that team because they will do everything that they can to bring uh, another one or two cups uh, back to batters. So, um, yeah, Kutsuri made some move during the, su- uh, the summer, but, it, well, you're probably going to ask me that after, but in my opinion, they are not a contender team as of yet. But obviously, uh, maybe after a month or two of hockey, we could actually see like, okay, yeah, we're definitely missing X, we're definitely missing Y. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of now, we're expecting like a pretty, pretty awesome season. Um, many goals because, uh, I mean, yeah, we have five drafted play, NHL drafted player plus uh, five um, guys that got invited to training games. Hopefully that all the 10 guys will come back. That's it. That would suck, but it will be good for either one of them that would stay. But for us, it would definitely suck because only one guy could actually crumble like the whole castle. Like I remember when Patrice Bergeron was, uh, 
I stuck uh, in Boston. I mean, it was one of the years that the Titans were supposed to go all in, but got one guy threw everything up. So hopefully it won't happen this year. <laughs> but as of now, yeah, we're going to be one of the top teams in the maritime and mm-hmm. hopefully one of the top team in the league. And uh, hopefully that uh, we're going to raise another cup. But I won't speak too, uh, too loud for now because I, I have still some doubts, but we'll see. I was oh my god I lost my train of thought I, I'm never I'm never having a pie, pumpkin spice ice cap again. Um, I get no okay so yeah we asked the same question to Jamie last week. Um, you know if, if it's if it gets to the point where you know let's say Bathurst doesn't get off to uh, to a good start, uh, do you see do you see kind of kind of like a change of course, uh, maybe trading away some assets and maybe building for uh, for a different uh, for a different year. Well, I think the Titans are built to go for two years. Um, so my train of thought is if at Christmas we're like, I, let's say we're first in the league. I'm just projecting. We're first in the league. Uh, definitely I can see Couturier like going all in for this year and sacrificing some stuff that could have been good for us next year. But, for example, if we're mid-rank at Christmas and we're like third or fourth in the Maritime Division – he could actually grab a few guys that will help us this year and next year because, I mean, next year, Hawkins will be back. Kidney will be back. Melanza will be back. Um, yeah, we'll, we're going to lose a few good guys, but if you go with Allison as a 20-year-old, you lose MacArthur, he's 20-year-old. Um, we can still have a pretty darn decent team, but you're going to lose Bednar. You're going to lose that. Yeah. You're going to lose MacArthur. You're going to lose Bellamy. I mean, that's a lot of guys that are going to be gone. So I hope it goes all in this year, but there's always a plan B that if he sees that, Oh yeah, a few guys didn't develop that as they were supposed to be uh, developing, but maybe he flips X guy to somewhere else to get a few good assets that are playing right now in the queue and next year we're doing another run at it. I don't know. We'll, we'll see, but as of now, the way that Sly and um, Marius Zerashi spoke in the medias, it's this year. I mean, they're talking about Memorial Cup. Obviously, it's in the queue so that they kind of have two chains, but anyway. Um, but my opinion is Couturier has one train of thought and is going all in. So, uh, we'll uh, believe it in Sly. We believe. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess looking at this roster, you know, we had this situation last year. We had four twenties. Um, you guys have yeah. four twenties now. Bennett McArthur, Liam Kidney, Logan Chisholm, and Jackson Bellamy. What are your thoughts? Are, are they going to carry four in case of an injury, or uh, do you see one of them? Because I know the the Titan announced their roster, and and all four players are on there. So is this uh? Is this a scenario where they, you know, keep all four in case, or or what? What what are your feelings on that? Well, I honestly think the only reason that there's four right now is because two of the twenty-year-olds are gone to a training camp, like McCarthy and Bellamy. So, if by any chance one of them is sticking around in the AHL or the NHL, well, they will have a pretty decent backup in Liam Kidney. But if everybody is coming back. I can't see like why they would stick around with four 20 year old because you can't bench Bennett McArthur. You can't bench Jackson Bellamy and you can't bench your, well, you can't bench your captain. Some team in Moncton did that last year, but, um, <laughs> but uh, you can't bench like Logan Chisholm, which he's your captain in this yeah. year. So can they would just be there in case? I mean, 
that doesn't make any sense to keep a guy like for 68 games and nobody got injured. So basically you don't play. Right. doesn't make any sense. But if MacArthur stays in the HL, well, we have our third 20 year old. And like I said, we paid a fifth round for him, which is not a really high price, but he's a pretty decent 20 year old. I mean, there's some team that are stuck with pretty weird kind of 20 year old so at least we have a backup in him but my honest opinion is MacArthur, Bellamy and Chisholm will be our trio of 20 year old and Kidney will be sacrificed in a few weeks I assume I was a bit surprised when uh, when they announced Chisholm as the as the captain um <laughs> you know it's uh but honestly I mean I know he's the original guy right he was he was the one that was yeah. around for the for the Memorial Cup but um you know, I think there's uh, obviously in a go for it year, uh, there's you know some better twenty year olds that could be uh, you know, obvious upgrades on, on on Chisholm. I think we've got one here in Moncton that uh, mm-hmm. you guys might uh, might like up in Bathurst for uh, uh, for the season. Yep. But uh, you know, we're not going to get into any trade speculation here. But uh, what what was the mindset? Do you think behind uh, making him? Uh, Logan Chisholm to cap and just the fact that you know he's he's the original guy from the Memorial Cup year well first of all I would have to say I was pissed when they named him captain um, not because of the guy because I don't like the tradition of always having like a 20 year old as, as a captain you can't like build any tradition you can't build like any core like it's always a new captain I mean I think it's the fourth year in a row that the Titan have a 20 year old as a captain mm-hmm. but um yeah, obviously, I think Logan was by default the captain. He's like the he's his fifth year with the Titan. He's the only player left out of the the Memorial Cup run. He's an awesome teammate. I I hear many 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 guys saying that he's he's like a perfect teammate. Um, but my only issue was they got Liam Kidney for a fifth round. I would have assumed that they would give him at least a try at really um, getting a spot on the team. But on the first day of the training camp at one o'clock, they named Logan Chisholm as a captain of the Titan for this season. So obviously they never, never even really got him like a nice look, a nice try to be on the actual team. So that w- that's why I was kind of pissed off. There was no rush at naming Logan Chisholm a captain. I mean, there are still three weeks before the season starts. So right. they could have named him like a week before the season started the captain. So I don't know why it was so rushed. Um, but he looks like a really nice guy that players look like they really, really love him. So, I mean, that's kind of a nice choice if you look at that. But, again, next year, another new captain. I just don't like every single year having to name a new captain. I don't know. I just don't like that. Maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I just don't like that. I mean, there's some really awesome talents, like 17-year-old and 18-year-old playing right now that could have been awesome as a captain for this year and next year. For example, Jacob Manasson. I mean, I don't know if he is like if he's a super good uh, team player, but the players sure seem to like him on the ice. Um, but anyway, Logan Chisholm is the choice. We can't argue that. So hopefully that he will step up and be a, a nice captain like the Dobson and the Viel and everybody else that went to batters were. I guess in uh, in the cage there, um, you know, a successful team starts in the back end. And, you know, Jan Bednar 
struggled a bit early on, as, as you've made uh, known. Um, he was a Detroit draft pick, Chad Arsenault. Uh, you know, he was a story last year early on. What is this? Is Bednar's net? I I, I would believe uh, he's going to get majority of the starts in in a go for a year. What is the 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 mindset of of your of your GM Couturier there? Does he want to upgrade goaltender, or is he happy going with these two from start to finish and believes in in both goaltenders? Well, obviously, yeah, it's Bednar's net. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but having Arsenal, I mean, even in preseason, he played like really really well. Um, I'm honestly feeling happy with that. I mean, maybe um, Kusurye at uh, Christmas would love maybe to add a veteran, like maybe a 19-year-old in net that actually has like more experience than Arsenal has. I mean, he only had like a couple of like 20-ish game last season. Right. But he every time he goes in net, man, he's amazing. I mean, <laughs> even against Charlestown yesterday, he made another heck of a save. She's just like he's an underdog. He's, I think he's always been an underdog from the yeah. start of his life, and he's keeping his head up. I mean, obviously he's only like he's a small goalie, but he's doing the job. So I honestly don't scared at all to go all in with him and Benaw as the, the duo. Like I said to Marky the other day, do you feel more confident with Benaw and Arsenal rather than Fitzpatrick and Murdako when we went all in? I mean. Murdoch was a nice guy, but thank God that Fitzpatrick was not injured. <laughs> All so right. I mean, yeah. So even if it, if, even if Benal get injured, or I know I know he's going to leave for uh, the World Juniors at Christmas, but Arsenal will take his place, and I'm not even scared that he will not do the job. So yeah, I'm happy with that. All right. Time to put your GM hat on there, Jonathan. Oh, cheaper. Um, yes. So you know. Uh, all in year, uh, I guess. Who would you uh, who would you like to see uh, on the Teton after Christmas? You know, let's be real realistic here, okay? Uh, and only you have to look at what you have for assets on the team and and draft picks. But you know, who could you realistically see uh, joining the team after Christmas uh, in uh, via trade? Um, there, there's two. Honestly, before the season starts, in my book, there's two obvious needs that the team need to address um the the least important one would be to add like veteran guys on at the bottom of the line for example uh this year we're gonna start with a fourth line 100 percent rookies i don't like that mm. um we need at least one veteran between those guys to just lead them the right way um, and especially if you go all in, you make a long run in the playoffs. We know that your uh, bottom guys are as more important sometimes that that the lead up guy. Yeah, you score that the, the first two lines score goals, but the bottom line are killing the PKs, are doing the dirty work. And I don't see that rookies can't do that. But I would have way more confidence in like a, an 18 or a 19 year old coming from a team that has like two, three year experience that don't expect to play big minutes, but knows his job, knows that he will maybe play two, three shifts a period. But when he's on the ice, he's doing the job and he's, he's a good. But my main issue is a defense. We need to add a QB, a quarterback, an offensive defenseman in my dream. And honestly, it's more realistic than anything is to add Miguel Turini from Blainville at Christmas. He will 100% be available. Yes, he will cost 
something, obviously. <laughs> but the thing is, you can't keep him this year and next year as a 20-year-old because I don't think that he will sign as a 20-year-old in DHL or anything. But, um, yeah, the big dream will be to add like a Lucas Kearney or something like that, but there's no chance in the world that they will, that will happen. So the next big thing after Lucas Cormier would be Miguel Torini from Blainville. And I sure hope that uh, Sylvain Couturier have that on his wish list for Santa because I would love to see him in a Titan <laughs> uniform. Well, you know what? Usually we have Santa Claus on our yeah, show. Exactly. Uh, on our oh, Christmas, please put Christmas, that in there. So we'll, that. we'll throw that in the sack yeah. and uh, see what we can get. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't been... Uh... He hasn't been too kind to us uh, the past couple of years, but we'll see if uh, if maybe he can help you out. Um, you know, obviously your show's been uh, kind of doing what we're doing, previewing the uh, the divisions as we get going. Um, you're much more plugged into the the Quebec side of things, so you know, just quickly give us some some teams and that uh, not only could surprise, but some teams that maybe have fallen off a bit uh, going into this season as we get ready to see some Quebec teams finally. Oh, geez, yeah. I mean, I saw um, we're playing against Rumuski in a preseason in two games. I was like, what? A Quebec team? What is that? Um, <laughs> yeah, je me so, souviens. Uh, well, yeah, well, yeah I mean, it's kind of crazy. I mean, it's over, like, geez, over a year mm-hmm, that we yeah. haven't seen anything from Quebec. It's kind of funny to see that on the schedule now. Uh, so, yeah, as of, I mean, obviously, Quebec is probably the, the top gun in, in Quebec. There's no doubt about that. And they made a lot of trade, a lot of trade, a lot of acquisition during the summer. And I'm sure that Patrick Roy is not done yet. Yeah. Um, but you have also Shawinigan, which last year kind of disappointed-ish. Uh, the change coach, uh, not going to say anything bad against Daniel Renault, but he just seemed uh, to go where there's a good team. Um, so we'll see. But they have a lot of talent that, at offense, they have a pretty good um, defense. Uh, so, Sherman again it would be a team to look at. Obviously, Gatineau, uh, it's they're not in an all-in situation, but man, they have a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she wouldn't be surprised that they would shock a lot of teams. If you look in the um, the West Division, they're the team to beat in that division. The other other three teams are they don't have a shot at at Gatineau. Um, and if you look at um, the other teams, other than that, I mean, yeah, there's some okay teams uh, like Drummondville. They could be all right. Uh, Shikutimi is in a rebuild. Uh, Bicamo is one year-ish into the rebuild. Uh, Victoriaville is in a rebuild. Valdor is in a rebuild. There's a lot of rebuilding team in the Quebec, so... For well, maybe not for once, but this year definitely the highlight will be Quebec and our three top teams in the, the Maritime. Us, well, Batter, St. John, and Geraldtown. So there's not a lot to look forward in Quebec, to be honest <laughs> with you, other than Quebec and Shawinigan is it's pretty all right, and some teams are disgusting to look at <laughs> i will always remember i think it's last year jeremy said he looked at rumuski uh, uh depth charting was like i don't even know one name yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. i don't know if you look at rumuski's uh depth chart this year but it hasn't changed I mean, other oh. than Jacob Duco, <laughs> yeah there's nothing there yeah right that's it's so funny because like it's same thing it's uh, 
it's the same thing for me with Bay Como as well. Like I don't like I look oh, at Bay Como's yeah. roster and I'm like, who the hell is this? And it's like, it's crazy. you know, it's uh, I, like I, I I don't have it in front of me right now. Like I know you've got it right there, Adam. But oh, like, you want Bay Como, Bay Como, yeah. Just flip their their roster. I mean, like let me turn this around here. Um, let me see. Okay, uh, I, I know I know Vansar Kala because he was a top pick yeah. in the draft. Xavier yeah. four ten. I don't I don't. Isn't that? Uh, but he got traded there from Halifax, didn't he? No. That's nope. uh, that's uh, Para. Oh, Para. Um, just because he was a draft pick, um, you know, like uh, I'm literally going down this list. I don't, <laughs> I don't recognize. Okay, defenseman. Uh, uh, nope. 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 Gab- okay, <laughs> Be- Belly Pelche. I know that name. Um, and then the goaltenders, Olivier Adam. Yeah, like you know, that's, that's the one I know. Literally, I know, th- yeah. I know, I know three players <laughs> on their entire roster. Uh, like that's, that's a yeah. that's a that's a shit show waiting to happen, man. Like that's that's not good. Yeah. Justin Sullivan, I guess oh. I could say I know his name a little bit, but like it's that's bad. Like yeah. when you know when yeah. you when you follow the league, you know, like we do, and I only understand, I only know three names. Come on, <laughs> like I I know more names on on friggin' Valdor, right? It's yeah. Like, yeah. And you thought Valdor was going to be falling off the face of the earth this year? Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> look out for uh, Bay Camo. There's not going to be not going to be much row rowing going around in the crowd <laughs> there. You know what? They take their boats and they do the row, row, row. Yeah. No, they're not going to be doing a lot of rows. What's going to be empty is the rows. I tell you that. <laughs> well, it's funny that you said Valdor because I'm pretty sure if you look at the roster right now and you look at the roster after Christmas, it will be like totally different. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. Sure that Valdor will sell off at Christmas like crazy and you will basically have the same kind of lineup as you see as become will have now but in Valdor after Christmas. Very yeah. not not very good. Not very good. Not at all. Well sir, we uh we appreciate you joining us on. Hopefully you'll get down to the the, the rink one night and maybe get into the studio. We'll have Wrong. you guys on. I'll be I'll be at least once this year at the Avenir Center. Uh and hopefully I don't know if there's there's probably nothing like Bubbles in Moncton is wide open, right? Yep. Haven't now, heard anything. Haven't, now, heard, yeah. Yeah, haven't heard anything about, about seating or what, but as far yeah. as we know, okay. it's it's completely open. So uh but hopefully yeah, we and, can sit close to each other and uh listen to a, a nice hockey game together without a mask. <laughs> That's right. Maybe yes. you can tell us your uh your vasectomy story in English. <laughs> sure. I can try <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because we can we can do a TikTok together, maybe. <laughs> yes, why yeah, not? I see we that you're on the TikTok you're on the TikTok now. Yeah, a TikTok <laughs> crossover. Get you in the studio, yeah. you and Marky do a, a show crossover, something like that. Man, it's always good to talk to you. We appreciate you uh, taking the time. Well, have a nice one, guys. And uh, like I said, I promise I'll I'll be in Moncton once, and I'll let you know for sure. All Beautiful. right, man. Beautiful. Have a good night. Yeah. Okay. See ya. And that guy's a character. Always good to talk to Johnny Rocket. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I mentioned the the vasectomy story, so um, yeah, it's on his uh, it's not on his 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 uh, podcast TikTok account. It's kind of on a separate account that he runs. Um, I can't even I I don't know what it means, but oh, like uh, his personal I think so podcast one? yeah he's got like eight podcasts going. He does. He's got the hockey. He's got his own. He's got a pizza he, review one. Yeah. A kid one that seems like yeah, he's he's very active. He's uh, a podcast guy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's such a funny story. I mean, if you under if you understand French uh, and you want to listen to a story about it uh, about his vasectomy, <laughs> uh, send me a message and I'll send you the link to it because, uh, like I said, super super funny. What uh, 
What do you think his GM hat adding a player like that um, for for Bathurst? It's bold. Yeah, it would uh, definitely help. And uh, I think they're uh, I think they they need more up front. Uh, let's let's be honest there. Yeah. Uh, they basically need like a you know at least two guys on the fourth line and one for the third line. They got some moves to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I know Roger Shannon's got some connections, right? So when, when Roger Shannon was around here, um, I wasn't a big fan of of his, you know, moves that he made. Um, but I also think the reason behind some of those moves was because he was a whipping boy for uh, for a certain uh, a certain uh, person. Mm-hmm. So um, he has tons of connections. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's. Uh, you know, poaching some players from the OHL or the WHL, um, oh, okay. you know, as, as free agents, um, as, uh, you know, as the, as these two leagues get up and running and, uh, you know, some, some 18 or 19 year olds get released. I would be surprised if Roger Shannon's poaching them to, to Bathurst because, uh, like I said, <laughs> free agents are free. Yeah. And, uh, when I looked at, you know, what they have in the, in the cupboards right now, they're, they're, they're not exactly, uh, stacked with picks so mm-hmm. uh they're gonna need to figure out a way to to solve that i was trying to find their lineup from yesterday yeah mclean ryan henbury yeah there's a lot of a lot of rookies in that bottom six um so it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they they do a adding and you know i asked them goaltending wise it's obviously bednar's job and you know he took some Took some heat last year, and you know it was his first season in North America. Mm-hmm. Um, he had to get used to it. You could see him getting better as, as time went on. So it'll be interesting to see what they do at the deadline. Whether they they add going all in or they add going into maybe next year, hmm. because they should have Hendricks Lapierre next year as well. So we shall see, right? Because he's a nineteen year old this year, right? Yeah, but, but I don't think they'd have him next year. You no. know, this, this will be his last kick. You think so? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's nineteen. He's signed by Washington. Well, I, I think, think that's already, a player. So. I think that's a player he meant by this could crumble if if they lose him this year. Oh yes, yeah. to to the Capitals training yeah. camp, right? Okay, yeah. If if he kind of sticks, which I again I don't follow the Capitals, so I don't know mm-hmm. what they have in their farm system. But uh, yeah, that'll do it for us. That's it for another week. Again, thanks to the friend of the show, Johnny Rocket, for joining us to give us a preview of the Titan in this upcoming season. We'll be back next week with the top team from last year's division, the Charlottetown Islanders. I'm not sure who we'll get this uh, next week. Protect the bridge. (laughs) And don't forget, we just got the one game at the Propane Plex this Saturday at 7 p.m. as the Mooseheads are finally in town. See you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wildcast Podcast. Follow us on social media at Moncton Wildcast.